Say Bible Bible Podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. I'm Natalie. I'm Kathleen. And we're just actually this might be the last episode of Say Bible Podcast because yeah. we're 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 this time we're seriously rebrand. I just think we're also, and I speak for an audience, so burnt out well, on the show. To be fair, we get, we got burned out before. Yeah. And I paused doing this for a while. Yeah. And so, like, we we gave it a shot. We gave it a shot. But, yeah, they were just not giving us a lot to work with this season and the season before that and the season before that and given no sign that they'll make it better. Uh, and yeah. Well, you just we kind- like talking about shit, so. Yeah, you just kind of find yourself talking about nothing, specifically when we go into, like, the finale episode, like, I did write notes, but I could literally probably sum this up in like two sentences, but (laughs) it's just, and I feel like, I mean, I think if I go on TikTok and I see there's still like a genuine interest in certain topics when it comes to the Kardashians, so I won't say like, oh, they're done, but I don't think there's the same excitement. (laughs) Around the actual show. Like, I think people like talking about them, but like, I don't find a lot of people that are actually watching the show. Well, it wasn't Kara, um, everybody's business, but mine. She, she, her like previous podcast was like Kardashian focused and she felt that wall years ago. Like she was one of our guests when we first started doing the podcast and she talked about how it became like challenging to be in that rut and she covers like a gamut of social pop culture etc uh mm-hmm. so i feel like that's like a good inspiration and just yeah keep it fresh yeah it like fresh. yeah she had um her and ryan had realizing yeah. stuff i think oh, yeah. no, ryan bailey i could never do that because i couldn't just imagine caring about that many topics and, and having to be engaged solo potting which is like yeah. less his stamina because I could I'm like yeah talking to yourself is hard like that's why TikTok is so hard for me and deeply embarrassing because I feel like I'm talking to myself like I can be funny and personable with like if I have to play off someone or in conversation but just to sit there and stare into my phone and talk is just like uh but yeah I would never do that I would never do like just reality it would be very specific like and then you have like Kate Casey who's like co- covers all lots of subjects she does solo pods but then does a lot of guests and has five children the yeah energy that woman has <laughs> yeah and she does stuff like television shows too I believe I see on Facebook she talks about that stuff yeah. but yeah so the rebrand we we're thinking in the spirit of transparency we're doing like a throwback I mean, we had an idea about a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Rich yeah. Bay was uh, working on our hot tub today, and I was t- telling him how we've been talking about this. And he was like, what if it was hot tub time machine, and you record in the hot tub and go over old TV shows? Uh, but Natalie and I both agree, sitting in the hot tub with recording equipment isn't there yet, but the concept is, is strong. Yeah, exactly. Reality. The what is good. The how needs some work. (laughs) And uh, Natalie makes the great point that, you know, we're 
I mean, it's great. A lot of you guys that have written into us are younger or older, but I think in general, like a huge chunk of the Kardashian fan base is in this sort of like middle to higher elder, whatever you want to call it, millennial, where we, we kind of grew up on a lot of like reality TV that Mm -hmm. was pre podcast. Even a lot of it was like pre social media. So like, Mm -hmm. And it's not an, a foreign concept. Other people are doing that, have done, you know, these rewind type things as well. But getting to revisit, like, and give our sense on, wow, looking at this as not a, like, 16-year-old, uh, but a 36-year-old uh, would be fun for us and hopefully educational for you youngsters um, and relatable for the rest of you that, you know, grew up with the Kardashians uh, starting however many eons ago. Right. And and then while you're talking, I was even thinking, and we don't even have to do TV shows. I don't know why I keep like yeah. going back there. It could just simply be like top five, like top five things that happened this week. And then we can just fucking rift on it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know why I keep going back to old Perfect. shows. Keep it, keep it open. Speaking of, now that I've said that out loud, I was going to say, keep it podcast does that a lot. Yeah. Like it doesn't stick to just entertainment. It's obviously like a major factor in their show is entertainment like pop culture but the keep it could be just about anything mm-hmm. uh they'll go into politics they'll go into you know current events uh yeah and then it just interpersonal stuff that would between the two of them and whatever guests they have so yeah so we'll just play around with the idea while we're on our little break after this but um yeah, I don't think there's anything else. We'll just jump right into it. I don't think the Kardashians did anything in this past two weeks, right? That we, I mean, Chloe showed her baby. I think that's like the biggest. Yeah, I feel thing. like that. And then they've clearly like just the curtain is up. They're going to thirstily flaunt Tristan's younger special needs brother every single chance that they get. Uh, I've said before. I feel like they're a little too, I don't want to say they're, obviously I don't want to be evil. Like, it's not like they were excited that his mother passed, but we've seen in previous incidences, like with Lamar, and even like when Scott has gone through stuff, it almost, they almost seem like a little too giddy when they get to step in and be like the saviors of the day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I get that Tristan's supposedly good at basketball. And has the most money. Like he has other siblings. And like he has other family. And they go into more detail in this final episode. But in real time this week. They kind of lifted the curtain on social media. So to speak. Of Tristan's brother. And all of them. Posted. About him. So, oh was it his birthday or something? And they I think posted? so yeah. I think his yeah. birthday was like a couple days before Tatum's. Um, Tatum's so and- cute. Yeah, Tatum looks... Hmm. Interesting conspiracy theories abound. <laughs> ah! Tatum has a has a look. He's he's giving more dream um, than he is... Because Tristan's like jeans are strong. Yeah, Tristan's jeans are very strong. So it's interesting that this kid... look the same. So. Yes. But also, maybe this is what Marley's son looked like. I wonder if Marley's son looks like I this. I saw a picture that like she still wasn't doing the face and he still looked like he was hard to tell like what you know mm-hmm. who was favoring. Uh, I don't know. I have my theories. Uh 
we always questioned the paternity of uh, Chloe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to wonder if they took this as an opportunity to debunk that. And they just made a grand like show mm-hmm. about them all having the same DNA. Like it's it's not uncommon for people who have fertility issues to use like another family member, mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. carry or donate their sperm or whatever. Not mm-hmm. uncommon. That was my first thought. I was like, maybe they just had Robert pitch in the sperm <laughs> and like just had an egg donated. Like, I don't know. That sounds evil. I'm sorry to all the mothers out there. I don't care. I just can't trust this family. They've broken me inside. Right. After Photoshop at Disneyland gate, I yeah. nothing's off the table. But I think also, speaking of Tristan, he also was following Kim around like a puppy for that soccer game oh, in Miami. Oh, I blocked that out. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I just like, I don't get it. But I've I've decided that I'm not going to try to get it because it's just not going to make sense. And was there, the sidekick friend who clearly helped Tristan lie his way through all his cheating scandals yeah. and the act like he's family, which they've done with other friends of exes. They did it with Rob's friend, rest in peace, that isn't even here anymore. Like, weird behavior all around. It was one thing. With oh, you mean um, Lamar's friend? Oh, yeah, Lamar's friend. That was like. Jamie. Jamie. Bud buddies with uh, Rob. But yeah, <laughs> it was one thing when they were going to the basketball games that Tristan wasn't even playing in. I mean, that was embarrassing enough. <laughs> but you're going across the world to watch soccer, a team, he, a sport he doesn't play. And then you're bringing the sidekick friend who literally documented helped this man cheat on you. But my thing is, what's weird about that is, where the, where the fuck is Courtney? I mean, excuse me, Chloe. Like, I could maybe Drew understand this there. more. Drew yeah, I would there. understand this more if Chloe was there or maybe True was there. Maybe. But why is he never with Chloe? Like, I even just saw a picture of Tristan and Saint walking to a Saints basketball game together. And I'm like... I don't understand this. Uh, I rarely condone Kanye's anger issues with men being around their family. But if I was Kanye, I'd be like, so he needed a male figure in his life or something? (laughs) Like, why is this random man who had a baby on my ex-sister-in-law, like, taking my son to basketball games? It's so weird how they like let him kick it, but we'll get into that. Let's just do. We have oh, yeah. to review episode nine, and then we'll. I jump will into say the- side note. I'll be brief. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing this trend they've been doing a lot lately. Uh, they kind of did it. They uh, North has met all kinds of people. She clearly mm-hmm. like is like mom. I want to meet Ice Spice. Sold. And the latest one was Chili from TLC, mm-hmm. and. Kim just keeps getting worse and worse with these captions about like dreams come true. And it's like, <laughs> what dream? Like literally <laughs> all of these kids get everything that they asked for and things they'd probably never asked for. And then you're doing these like private jet fly around the world to go see Messi. And it's like, I, I don't even care that the kids are spoiled. I'd spoil my kids if I was that famous, but the weird, like, oh, it's so crazy that we got to do this really special thing. I was like, you did this special thing like two days ago. Like, how are how are your kids supposed to know any of this is special? Much less, why are you telling us? Like, And I think if I had to, if I had to make an educated guess, there feels like there's a bit of overcompensating for the absence yes. of Kanye. 
And I think that might be what's going on too, because I'm like, yeah, I think I thought she did the soccer thing like last year or maybe earlier in the year as well. But again, I also recognize that you have a a father of your children is not quite around in the way you probably would love for him to be around. So there's some compensating. And like, I think this, they've really been doing this a lot lately, more Mm -hmm. so than they have in the past where they feel like they need to act like it's normal. And it's like this, the blessing that this special life gave us, it's like, no, you guys like literally exploited every opportunity possible for a decade to get to where you are. (laughs) Enjoy it. If you're worried that people will like, Get in the comments about you guys living like a lavish lifestyle. Whatever. They're going to anyways. It's kind of insulting to our intelligence that you keep acting like this is a special accident that was blessed upon you. Like, (laughs) what what are the odds? This is crazy. (laughs) Just flex. Just flex and be like, yeah, Saint woke up today and said, I want to see Messi. So we're on the jet. See you guys. Going to Miami, right? (laughs) Going to Miami. Yeah, it, but yeah, to give Kim some grace, I think what she might be doing as well is overcompensating for the absence of Kanye. So it's like, girl, you don't have to do that. Um, okay, if I was Kanye, I'd be like, don't do that. But he's, and he's like, I'm not taking it. That's not to give him any credit because he certainly does the same thing. He did it with the Super Bowl. But yeah, it. No one's being honest here. That's my. That's always my rub. Is like, let's just be a little bit more. So in episode nine, it starts with. Kylie doing Courtney's makeup. The uh, issue I had a lot with this season is that they would just do random things and not really like explain. Like she's doing Courtney's glam. Why? And where is Courtney going? Like what is happening? They just start in the middle of whatever. And we're supposed to be like, oh, okay. So basically, while Courtney, or excuse me, Kylie is doing Courtney's makeup, she starts talking about body image. Because I guess what happened was Chloe got her hair done, but just says her natural hair is so thin. And that's when Courtney was like, well, I want you to love yourself despite your flaws. And then that's when Courtney launches into this thing about beauty standards in the world today, which I just don't, I, I get the the message. Not sure they're the right messengers. You know what I mean? I'm not sure they should be the ones to like lead the charge. Although I did like, well, let me start from the beginning. So Kylie talks about how the family has a lot of influence and she sees so many young girls fully editing. And she remembers when she was like that, but she's in a better place. (sighs) Doesn't she still edit her photos? Yeah. I didn't see any. I feel like it's kind of how they are with the plastic surgery stuff where like, first of all, they lie to us and then later tell us the truth. But I think they think like, Oh, if I didn't open Photoshop or have someone open Photoshop and manually edit this, like I didn't edit it. But yeah, like, exactly. And like it's still so edited. Terrified. And I get her, I, I understand what she's saying. Like, I don't want to discredit what she's saying, but it's like, girl, you cannot put yourself as a like that used to be me, but I'm so glad I'm in a different place. Like, you're still there. You're still there. And then she talks about she hasn't had plastic surgery on her face, just fillers. And this is a lot what Kathleen talks about a lot, how they say, like, I haven't had plastic surgery. Well, yeah, you don't need to have plastic surgery these days to alter your look that much. Yeah. But also, who cares, right? Like, who gives a shit? Why is there such a weird stigma about the word plastic surgery? Exactly. And, like, I think it's great. Like, I follow so many of those, like, injector people. So it's like, it's not just fillers and Botox yeah. we've evolved even beyond that there's like threading there's all kinds of different types of injectables there's like laser therapy it's like I 
it's interesting to me what they pick and choose what they're willing to talk about and then backtrack and then almost kind of like speak negatively on it when they do talk about it that mm-hmm. I sort of I'll miss like a housewife type like person to just be like hell yeah this is what I did to my face today like but when I it's black appreciate- oh yeah <laughs> Reverend Angela no black Dolores on uh oh, New yeah. Jersey <laughs> she yeah. was like yeah I'm on Ozempic like she's yeah. like Fuck yeah! And it's I, like who cares? We don't, don't care at the end of the day. Like that, like yeah. fresh with it, but also like they always want to appear to be like the exception to the rule, mm-hmm. and that they, and then they kind of play like mind games with it. And I, I do actually think Kylie has probably the most like love or room here to talk because she was a child when this show took mm-hmm. off. I think. She was super sexualized when she started, like, dating Tyga, and she was still pretty young. So I totally, like, I feel like there's plenty to unpack there. But, yeah, it is interesting hearing them talk about it. And it's kind of like, well, what about these other times? I almost wish they would talk about why they didn't talk about it before. In a yeah, more if, if, yeah. conversation. If we have to talk about it, maybe that angle, because... Everyone has plastic surgery specifically in Hollywood. So you're not like telling us something that would be groundbreaking or shocking. Like if you, I think her name's Lori Hill on YouTube. She does all like the breakdowns. I watched one the other day about Margaret Robbie. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Like she's like clipped the inner eyelid to make it come in. Like you were talking about how there's all these little things now you can do. They've all got the fill in like right under your tear duct. So it's like solid. That's like a teeny thing that's probably like a f- five minute procedure that would literally change your face. Like, yeah. in a great way. If I had the money, I'd absolutely be the first person in line, you know? Right, so, right. And I was a little bummed. I, I appreciated Kylie's like introspection in a lot of this, but the kind of like need to immediately go like, it's all bad, but we already did it and we already benefited from it. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There needs to be like a more. And Courtney um, got her boobs done when she was in high school and Courtney seems like not traumatized by it. So that could have, that conversation could have been like a little bit more like nuanced, and, but it's and the part and of Courtney the show. is like quoted saying she kind of regrets getting her boobs, but also she's like, it's whatever at this point. But I yeah. think. It's just not that big of a deal. I think that's the weird part. They still act like it's like 1989 and plastic surgery is so taboo. Like you can just say, yeah, yeah I got my, and cause we haven't even touched on Kylie's BBL. Maybe next season she'll start talking about right? that. Well, <laughs> it's, and then it's, like, it's such a confusing message because then you have like Kim being like, doesn't want to admit to anything, but also I'll eat poop, you know, like in just giving these random sound bites, <laughs> you know, it's like, they can't really all get on the same page. And I think there was something like even, you know, with Reverend Dr. Angela White. There's like almost like this shame factor of her wanting to get like her fillers out and like go back to her more natural self was like, OK, cool for like a little bit. And mm-hmm. then it started coming about modesty and like, yeah, Oregon Christian and like. Yeah. I don't want to like sell my kids a bad example. And it's like, you were killing it as an old <laughs> lady. And like, 
do and being a video ho or whatever you the more PC term is like I, that's fine. But I, I you're allowed to change your opinion, but it's almost like the patriarchy has forced them to overcorrect to be like yeah, yeah. Like when Kim did the whole thing with the Doug. No respectful woman would do this. <laughs> like it was too far. It's like you don't need to wear an oversized NBA draft suit from the early thousands <laughs> right, to right. go to Washington. Like, exactly. The the bottom line with anything you do to yourself is just like you have to check your own like self love, self acceptance. If you're doing it because you want others to like you, if you want. Yeah. You know, for the male gaze that they say, that's then it. that's the wrong reason. If you're doing it for you and you truly just want to fix some stuff up, whatever. But you can't you can't do it because you hate yourself. Yeah, that's problematic. Yeah. But it's not to, to Kathleen's point to be demonized after you've decided you don't want to participate anymore. Yeah. Now it's I'm in a better place. <laughs> than well, you and there's, <laughs> there was kind of like a I feel it was like a little bit too polarized of like a way to look at it, but there was some chatter on Twitter after this. Um, episode that was like, oh, well, like Kylie influenced all these other people's daughters, but once she worried about her own daughter, she cared. And I'm like, I get that. But then someone also pointed out Kylie was that daughter. You know, yeah. Kylie grew up feeling that pressure. And I can't remember if it's in this episode or if it was like something else, but Chloe also talked about overhearing. Her mom talked about her nose and stuff, not necessarily in a mean, bad way, but just talking about it, you know? And yeah. so it's like, yeah, they're, they're those daughters too. But again, it is kind of frustrating. Are they the right messenger? Like, it yeah. seems like it's easy for them to just be like, oh, shoot. Now that I like made all my millions on being sexualized and like creating this beauty standard and all these things, right? Fair or not. I, I think she was definitely exploited. To be like, oh, never mind. Like, it's much easier to do that from their position. Than well, and I think person. I would love to be and love to give her some credit for having this existential like moment of clarity and like an aha moment. But also you have to wonder, is it that that you, oh, I love my body as it was or as it is or is, or is the trend changing? Like, is it just because BBLs aren't really like a th- not gonna say think it's a past, but it's not as popular. People are getting slimmer because of Ozempic stuff like that. They're going back to that more aesthetic. I don't know that they got criticized early on for you know kind of the cultural appropriation of it all. Where like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they when they started going for more like whatever black aesthetics when it was the thing that was always the criticism was that like the people like them them or people like them aka not black women can pick and choose when to do that and they don't a don't receive the same consequences and are treated as negatively as black women but then as as it's now playing out they get to turn it off the second it doesn't serve them anymore right cyrus do it we've seen madonna do it like it's ariana (laughs) home record grande do it like it that that it was pointed out and here we are seeing white women doing white women things although they're Armenian speaking of Tatum that was hilarious in the birthday post when she was like my Armenian king yeah I was like let's put an asterisk by that (laughs) (laughs) still the TBD you barely talk about how you're Armenian supposedly 
allegedly. You What's never stable that. that true. You never <laughs> called. You didn't call true your Armenian princess. Like my was, little Armenian I was like, that queen. Was weird. Don't do that. That's too much. No, please. It's all right. The post was already too long, and the one thing I read at the bottom was some nonsense. I was like, oh god. It's like Robert looks like the baby. Robert Jr. looks like Robert Sr. But it isn't necessarily like they look Armenian. I mean, I don't know the vast like dysphoria of Armenian looks, but like even Kim doesn't necessarily look that much like Robert. Yeah, exactly. But it's always <laughs> he's every time a baby's born, he's literally Rob's twin, or he's literally my dad's twin. That's just I feel like that's just like traditional. This whole this family's entire relationship with men is just so many layers of weird. I will never fully (laughs) even be able to articulate properly. That's why people like MJ over at Kardashian Colloquium can better dissect this because I'm just like it's weird. When it comes to Chloe, when she was talking about her insecurities, she made two points, one that I strongly disagree with and one that I was like, yes, bitch. She first said that society gave her her insecurities and that people have been poking at her and blowing her on TV. That I can't get with. Anyone who's like goes to therapy at the very least would know other people cannot give you insecurities. It's stemming from what you believe to be true about yourself. Number two... You can get off social media if it was really like, oh, my God, I just can't take the comments because you can only see the comments on social media. Right. You can hand your phone or your accounts over to someone like, you know, social media is not healthy for me. I read the comments. They're not good. Bye. So when she was saying that, I kind of was like, "Mm, you can't give this blame to other people. And I I kind of have the mindset like celebrities don't deserve to be like nitpicked just because they chose a life in the public eye. Or, like, they get money and fame, so therefore they shouldn't have any qualms about people ripping them to shreds. Fair. But with Chloe, what's frustrating is to this day, in fact, it gets worse, I feel like, over time. She wades into those comments at the deepest level Mm -hmm. and, like, replies to stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I wish you had a real friend that was not named Malika or Khadija who would, like, hold her hand and say, like, don't you don't need to do that in fact yeah. you can hire teams so that you never need to do that right that's, a, and that's and that was my point too exactly that like urge to let go of what you can't control that's the mm-hmm. first thing the first breakthrough you will make if you spend any amount of time in therapy it's not yes. easy and it takes a lifetime of practice but that's the first thing that you learn is letting go right things that you can't control and number one on that list is other people's Exactly. Opinions and reactions to you, your actions, their abilities to communicate, their abilities to love you. Like those are that's the pretty much the main point of therapy. Yeah. If you went, Chloe, I mean it's a good went, time. But you constantly <laughs> berate it as like not a real thing, but then you borrow stuff that's therapy adjacent, like beta blockers, as like, oh well, that's okay. Um, the second thing she said, which Kylie jumped in on, is basically her fam. Chris's comments, let me be clear. Chris's comments is the reason why she got a nose job. And Kylie was saying the family's comments about her ears is why she was so insecure and didn't wear her hair up. Now, that I was on board with. I'm like, I feel like you all give each other complexes, and that's where the fuck all these, quote, unquote, insecurities and body image issues come from. I don't think it strictly comes from 
seeing a comment on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's coming from inside the house, as Kathleen would say. Like, Chris is probably back there like, you know, you'd be so cute if you would just... Like most moms, like well, she's not they're, again in they're from LA, like area in the yes, Beverly Hills climber. Like this is all stuff that's normal to yeah. them. Doesn't mean it's okay or healthy, but it's normal to them. Yeah. And I think too, this is another reason why I'm still not sold on them letting go of Chloe's paternity, even being in question. Mm-hmm. Not even if it she knows Robert to her biological dad. And it's just annoying to fucking hear all the time. I -hmm. think her looking different than her siblings has always been a huge driver in all of this. Yeah. And I think there's a place that would have been great that maybe she could have landed at some point that was like, yeah, I would like to work on my appearance a little bit because this was something that always bothered me. I felt like the black sheep and the redheaded stepchild or whatever you want to call it. But then would always gaslight us and was probably being gaslit herself of like, it's not that. Everyone's mean to me on the internet. I know who my dad is. Or maybe I don't. Ha ha. Let's make a joke about it on the show when everyone just has to watch it. So yeah, I think there's a lot there. Yeah, I think there is too. I'm like, I'm more so on board with you maybe getting these complexes from your mother or your, you know, other sisters or whatever. It's not strictly the the society or the public well um is like pretty headstrong about her image like she's very like forwardly like focused on making sure her image is like calculated at all times you can like that or not like that so you have someone like that that's kind of like the big personality of the family and you don't look like them yeah so they're kind of like comparing yourself and then you have even their dad, Caitlin, was also fairly image conscious as an athlete. And then you have Chris, who's the momager of it all, like telling them that they are their brand, which again is true. It's like these are a lot of mixed messages that I don't think on. I always think that's always like the surface level critique of the Kardashians is like they're obsessed with image. It's like, well, yeah, but so is everybody else. Yeah, exactly. They there could have been a balance in there of them like having these conversations earlier in their career, having better therapy, having better friends. So yeah. I think we're trying. So we're that's what we're seeing now in these. You know, this candid conversation with Kylie is like, it's not that it was bad that they cared about their image. It's more that there maybe was some not had conversations. Yeah, and I like your point about Kim. Kim would never participate in a conversation like this. If she did, she'd be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm perfectly fine. I think it's great. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I fine. think it's fine. Because remember, the, well, if you remember even a couple episodes ago when Chris and Kim were talking about how they get blamed for everything, and one of the things they threw in was body images or body beauty standards, I think they said. And now cut to episode nine. Now you you have another part of the family this saying pretty I I <laughs> yeah we fucking I suck. The, <laughs> I love the caricature of Chris a lot, mm-hmm. and I think she loves her family at the bottom of it all. But it there were some times like early in this season where like as soon as anything got brought up, she was just everyone blames me. Everyone blames me. Yeah, I'm like ugh. Yeah, well, this she goes this over the from top that. with her gestures <laughs> of love, which we will get to in the second episode we're reviewing. Um, 
Yeah. And I like your point about the, it's the really been just the culture of the family, the brand of the family. There's this, I remember a couple seasons ago when Chloe found some pictures of herself she didn't like or something like that. And Courtney was like, don't, or Kim was like, don't you want to do like a hot photo shoot? And that way you can just like push all those bad photos down. Like that was her advice to her, like do like a photo shoot. And that way you put more photos out there. Those kind of get removed. So it's like, instead of just saying like what Courtney would say, you look fine. Yeah. Like Courtney's like, you look fine. I also get the sense that Kim is like, I mean, I think she's a hater towards Courtney because Courtney has the ability to be like defiant. I And I also get a sense she kind of like almost like takes advantage of whether it's intentional or not or even conscious. She almost takes advantage of Chloe's insecurities lately. Like everyone was like, they bonded because of their kids. And I'm like, well, Courtney has kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kylie has kids. Yeah. I I felt this sense that Kim almost took this opportunity to have Chloe, like, look up to her. Yeah, she likes being the leader. She wants to be the leader. leader. But I I get the sense that Kim was always kind of envious of Chloe. Chloe's Mm -hmm. tall. She has these, like, light eyes and, like, big voluminous hair like she has features that kim doesn't so i could see kim being like envious of like you want what you don't have and even my sister we like i mean we're both like really white like but otherwise our features are all exactly the opposite like Mm -hmm. she has a butt i have boobs she's like very skinny arms and long legs and then blue eyes you know it's like you there's a sister dynamic there that i think is also played into yeah exactly um, then there was a poosh event. I'm skipping right over that. Like, <laughs> ah, poosh, poosh. Yeah, it's no shade to Courtney, just nothing happened. Um, then we st- found Kim in one of or one of the warehouse, I don't know, the warehouse going through basically a bunch of easy stuff. Stuff that Kanye does not want. He told her and quote, burn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's just I talk of it. I promise you he's not even Think about it. I love it. He was like, I don't give a shit about that shit. Burn it. And she's like, I'm just such a memory hoarder and I want to keep it for the kids. Get rid of all that shit. Most of that shit, besides the tour merch, I get wanting to keep that. Fine. But that other shit is our sweatshirts and sweatpants. MJ goes a lot into this on Kardashian Colloquium about like their kind of like commodification of like memories and nostalgia Mm -hmm. and stuff and that's not a thing that's exclusive to the kardashians i think we see Mm -hmm. that across like movies do the same thing tv like pop culture like even social media there's all these accounts that just reshare like old games and tv shows and whatnot Mm -hmm. but it it feels like forced with kim and chris like sometimes it's really sweet but sometimes it's like okay well you guys have all the money in the world and like, is the sweatshirt from your ex-husband that special? Like, are you just trying to force us to come along on this ride of, like, feel bad for you and, like, what was and what could have been? And, like, yeah, this force, like, keeping a tie with Kanye, too. I kind of felt this when, like, they clearly had already kind of, like, were going towards separation. And she had Kanye come help style all those outfits for Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got that vibe, too, where it's, like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, you guys are fixated on, like, keeping that, like, tie, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what this felt like. For the kids, I'm like, this is a bunch of junk. 
he's right. Get rid of it. Like there was stuff that wasn't even done. That was like, take this in and all that stuff. I'm like, get rid of it. The tour merch stuff. Sure. Keep that. But the rest of that stuff, one goodwill tour thing. Like it's it's too much. And I'm a nostalgia person for sure. It means the cancer in me. Get rid of it. Or at least (laughs) some of it, like make choices, be intentional, like edit that. It's the same thing with the make a wish trips to go see soccer games it's like how can anything be special to your kids if everything is special they apply it's like how she says every musical artist is her favorite artist of all time like how can anything be special if everything is special give it to uh cousin Cece so she can put it on kardashian closet give it to that man you like eviscerated on social media about having fake yeezys who was trying to run a charity organization in chicago like Booking it yeah. in the name it to, of his donor group or whatever, and they can auction it or give it to like I don't even know if that's still a thing. Yeah, who knows? Nobody knows. Alexandria House, they're just there. But instead, we're just sitting in a warehouse hearing Kim fake cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it's not even so much the crying. I think this show is either it's so depressing, most 80% of the time, somebody's crying about the same thing, the same thing they've been crying about for like five episodes it's i mean we only got one episode that probably wasn't depressing the rest oh my god these people are like the most miserable people and then you'll be they'll be like we're so blessed we're just so blessed and lucky to have family go why are you crying every episode well and i think too is and we've harped on this is why this is why we gotta rebrand people we've talked about (laughs) it so much with the hulu of it all and I don't see it getting, well, supposedly they still will get better at the strike because that's the last time reality TV had its, like, renaissance. But the thing is, people that are really talented at producing reality shows are also writers, so they're not yeah. trying to work right now. Uh, they don't get the pacing. A, a sad moment would be nice, it or reflective or contemplative, if it was nuanced if it was balanced with fun or if it had an explanation or it was edited properly so it wasn't too long or too short none of that is happening with this show it's like all out of whack yeah it's all it and also what was weird and she did acknowledge it in this episode we'll get to it kim talking about dating pete too soon which girl but it, it feels like you made that happen you right i'm like what's that down in your diary and then you called two people <laughs> Yeah, but it was weird because it's like it felt like even with the cleaning out the warehouse and other stuff, it felt like we should have did that like season one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are we just now weird. doing this? Yeah. Well, and speaking of uh, the Pete Too Soon thing, I was thinking about this with like Britney Spears' book is coming out, and there was rumors that Colin Farrell and Justin Timberlake were the ones who held it up the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back on the Britney Spears Colin Farrell thing. That was like literally like this fling she went to this premiere they one event out and the story that she supposedly told in the book was that he gave her like a t-shirt and a bumper sticker that was like i hooked up with colin farrell something like that Mm -hmm. something cheeky and that was all there was to it and like i'm like put that on the book that sounds fun uh i don't even think she was mad at him who knows we'll never know the true story or maybe we will but I feel like that if that had been what the Pete and Kim thing was, it would have been fun little thing. Yeah. We all forgot about it and moved on. 
Kim was the one who made it seem like she wanted to prove it was more than that. Mm-hmm, and we're like, mm-hmm. what if you just hooked up with Pete Davidson because you're freshly divorced? Yeah. Or like Britney Spears going back when she was with Colin Farrell, she had no interviews. Like she would even be like, oh, it's his night. Nope, I'm not here for that. You like, if yeah, you just sh- go tell Hoda <laughs> for like right. 30 minutes sit down interview about Pete Davidson. That was all we didn't get anything about else. Her goose being like fully surveyed by Pete with the person in the confessional. Like, Kim, so. you're same as Chloe being like, you guys are the ones who made me like this. It's like, maybe, but like, <laughs> keep waiting back in the waters. Kim was begging us to care about her and Pete. Right. Literally begging us. Yeah, if you had just showed up at one event with him or if we got like one paparazzi picture and you just never really talked about it, that would have been like way is, more interesting. Great justification for Natalie's point that Kim and Tom Brady, like rumors, I think Kim was hoping she could get whatever leverage out of that she could. It was never going to happen because Tom has better people in his court. He got <laughs> Arena, who also hooked up with quote-unquote, hooked up with Kanye. Industry beard. <laughs> nice little blurry, maybe post-coital photo in a taxi. Planted the seed, left it at that. N- nobody cares. All we know, like, Arena got her money. Tom gets to see, like, he's back out on the market. There's no baggage with it. He's not having to get a spray tan and be forced on a leash to, like, walk into a store together. Like, yeah. After posted that picture, he was like, his team was like, okay, bitch, you want to play hardball? <laughs> you want to play fucking hardball? Call Irina. Beauty of it all is it. <laughs> um, he could have hired anyone. I almost, right. I almost wonder if Irina's like sitting over there with whoever, like this shit is just not checkers, bitch. Like she's just probably literally giving the like team a million dollars to like make out with Tom Brady once, or maybe they never even made out. Just pretended to. Nobody just knows. Pretended to. She did the she's, same thing with Kanye. She's probably giving Bradley all the tea. Like, hey, girl, yeah, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get together, play with the kid, and she gives him all the tea, and he's like, "Bitch, wow, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut your mouth." But yeah, I just was like, huh. um. So we go out of this warehouse, and now we're at the variety interview with Courtney and Chloe when they put each other on the lie detector test, which we've all seen. We've all talked about at nauseum. We don't really need to go into that. Yeah, Although the question, I always thought the editing, why is the background of this being filmed happening so much later? They need to figure out the timing. We cannot keep up. We have aliens now. The world's boiling. Like, please, you gotta give us the the real time and the recording time need to match closer. And mm-hmm. I want some background. Vanderpump set the rules now with the Scandal Like, you cannot wait, like, two years to let something come out. And we need some background and stuff. Stop just showing up places. Like, why are you here? Where are we? What are we doing I today? Love, and I doubt they'll do this because it's kind of like showing how the sausages is made. But, like... I would love to just be like a day in the life of Chris or whoever's getting all these pitches. And then they decide like, all right, Chloe, Courtney, we're going to take this one. Because mm-hmm. you know that's what it was. Like, you know, they yeah. get pitches all the time and they kind of just pick and choose. It seems like they do every single thing that will pay them money. 
but they have to be making some choices at some point. So -hmm. what's the thought process there? Like, how did it become Chloe and Courtney are going to do the lie detector test? Yeah, exactly. That like I would I was like I would love a little background like how it became you two, who reached out to who. And actually and it's not Variety, it's Vanity Fair, excuse me. I believe it's Vanity Fair. They beef yeah. on Variety right now. Um anyway, so we're going to move on to Courtney through Travis a birthday party at his own restaurant, <laughs> Crossroads and family and friend were there. And I guess this was a party because uh Landon couldn't go to Tennessee. And I think he couldn't go if I had to like guess because he's afraid of flying as well. So I know he does not fly a lot. So I would not surprise me if that's why he didn't go. Um, so they had one for him there and MGK and Megan Fox and Addison Ray were there. Nah. Uh, Kim came late. Let's talk about how awkward Kim was at this party. That's more interesting than the actual party. So first of all, Kim comes late, which like what the fuck? It's a it's a literal surprise party. So I'm sure there was a time she's supposed to be there. She comes in late. Then she goes back to the car to get Travis's gift, and she gives it to him. And it's just such an awkward exchange between them because she's like, "Happy birthday!" Oh, okay. Yeah, I honestly think he hates her guts at this point. <laughs> Even when he once lusted after her, and they yeah yeah yeah. Up. I think he's so sick of her shit. <laughs> and she's so annoying at this point. I tell you one thing. That's narcissist behavior. To mm-hmm. show up to a surprise party late so that you get an extra attention. It would <laughs> The only thing that would have been worse is if she showed up r- right before the time Courtney was supposed to show up. Like Big Daddy. Yeah. You're on the good surprise on you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they could have regrouped. Her yeah. coming late, she can be like, hi. It's all filmed. So, you know, yeah. there's going to be a film crew. Oh, I got to go back out to the car to get the gift. Instead of just putting the <laughs> gift in the pile with all the other normal humans that put their <laughs> gifts in the pile. Like, this forced interaction because, oh, let me go get it. Let me get it to you. It's also let very weird it. that she got a gift. Usually in those situations, I mean, we're, like, Travis is like 48. It's just, well, and maybe this is a rich cool. people thing. Like, maybe she, I like, don't think- she got like a good, I don't know, a drumstick like engraved with the tour dates this, or something something this thing was huge that bag was huge and i'm just like you didn't have to and do it that. goes back to all that make a wish stuff it's like how yeah. is that special to him they have so much stuff they have warehouses and that's and that scrap. was kind of my point like as rich people interact i don't think you needed to bring a gift to this like yeah. even me who's obviously not rich was if i got invited to like a surprise party i'm not sure i would even bring like a gift. Maybe give you a gift card with a little gift card, uh, uh, like a yeah. card with a gift card in it. Yeah, like I might bring a card. I might, if if there's something like silly, I found it like the right. drugstore that was like $5 at small. Or like if there's something like nostalgic and like keepsake that's relative, like for that particular birthday or like a recent memory. But otherwise, the whole point of when you're an adult is like just you just go you're you just, just show like, the fuck <laughs> up you're just there damn near 50 he doesn't need a gift so she's not a gift as a vehicle for kim showboating <laughs> yeah it was just so and then she was c- trying to compliment I courtney like, thank you it's my birthday <laughs> can you please like tone it down for once in your goddamn life <laughs> she was complimenting C- courtney Side note, I think Courtney's about to eat her ass up in the next season because yeah. if she watched the same season we watched, she should be pissed 
at Kim and a lot of other people. (laughs) You know what's crazy, too? Because, like, I've been, like, trying to read the recaps before our recordings because I try to watch and I just, like, zone out and disassociate. And I try to have, like, details. And Natalie brings up the recaps that she does. It's just... It's so clear to me that, like, I don't know what it is. I think people just, like, have their own, like, personal issues that they project. There's mm-hmm. such a widespread, like, Courtney should be grateful for Kim. I, I saw her. that. Yeah, I and saw it's like, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think everyone, is, first of all, there's a family. There's family dynamics. <laughs> They've also been famous, and there's a lot of money involved. But, like, I don't know what show you are watching. You don't even have to like Courtney. I think Courtney can be grating and kind of annoying when she's around Travis, all these things. But, like, you don't see Kim being insane this entire season <laughs> at all, yeah. ever. You don't see Courtney being the older sister who has her own life being like, why do you keep trying to make this bigger than it is? Yeah. I put in my time so that I can earn my paychecks so that I never have to work again so that my kids can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, I definitely I think she's. I don't know. She's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, Kim was being weird at this party, but it was fine. Whatever. Yeah, um, I remember earlier in the season where like Courtney was talking about the Dolce Gabbana stuff, and she seemed like totally normal and cool. And like, I was like, she's gonna watch this back and be like, what "The fuck." <laughs> Like, they use this to make this seem like I freaked out on a dime. Like, like the editing has been weird. And even, like, I don't think they get to it till the finale, but her, like, boohoo stuff. We've talked about this whole season. We're like, what was that? Like, the pick and choosing they do with, like, where they play stuff makes Courtney just seem like this, like, insane, unhinged person who's just mad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Chris might not get a lot of backlash from Courtney, but... Oh, Chloe and Kim is a fucking rap. Well, um, this was a big reason we did say Bible in the first place. Looking for recaps, you can tell which, like, what, like, recap bloggers and, like, podcast Instagram folks, like, are trying to stay in the good graces and or have been reached out to by a Kardashian camp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, that's the only thing I can think is so, like, yeah, because they're not. They're not well balanced uh, yeah. critiques. You're almost like, are we watching the same show? You know what I mean. <laughs> I was like, again, you don't have to be on Team Courtney or Team Kim. Just watch right. two sisters fighting. Exactly. Realize the power dynamics that are going on with how these shows are made. And yeah, we can all be realistic, but if you know who's paying the bills, I guess it's different. Uh, like yeah, like e. If you had, if you were specifically e news, I couldn't imagine whoever they had write those reviews wrote like honest reviews because you can't dog your own people, your cash cows at that well, on your show. Me, I think e wants to always stay in their good graces because of their like legacy relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm like e, you kind of look embarrassing, like always ass kissing and like posting this kind of like rosy shit for them. They left your network because you didn't <laughs> what they wanted. Right. Yeah, it's interesting this like lifelong bond they have with E. Got good for them. I don't know what comes on Jackals E these days. E a reality, I guess. Um, Kim was talking to Kylie and Kendall in her closet. Basically, what we're talking about with the whole Pete situation and you know, shielding the the kids from Kanye stuff, blah, blah, blah. We don't really need to talk about that again. 
Um, this was funny. The People's Choice Awards. <laughs> this oh, is what I missed. It was on E because E would have like some funny music in the background, like do 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 yeah. do some hijinks you know, music. Yeah, because this was fucking hilarious. I put it on Twitter, but it reminded me when Karen from Housewives of Potomac, when she was okay. outside and her wig was like shifting. She, she was like, oh, 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 wait, wait, and she put her like glasses. <laughs> I mean. It was so funny, and they could have made this way funnier. But basically, Chloe, Chris, and Malika go to the People's Choice Awards. Again, we get no explanation on where the hell everyone else is. It's no just... one wants the People's Choice Award. And the <laughs> right. People don't vote for the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> and speaking of E, still trying to stay in good graces with them, E chose them as the winners of like best reality show, which was crazy. Um, no one watched it. It wasn't even on your network. Because this was at the peak when people were complaining. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, who who voted? Who are the people in question? Um, always like wig mishap. We probably wouldn't have even known this happened. Exactly. So she goes to the awards, Chloe, and she gets out of the car and her zipper broke. So they have to sew her in. So she can't go to the bathroom or she has to rip all her clothes off. I will say, side note, I don't know who styled her, but the outfit was tragic. Anyway, it was like, this is a tuxedo. Like a belly dancer Tuxedo? No, that was a different thing. See, That's a different thing. This is a literal jumpsuit with a tuxedo in front. Like, it looks crazy. Um, the hair, a like mess. John Paul Gaultier or something like that. Trying to be. The hair was a mess from the word go. Like, I'm not... She made it worse, but I didn't like it in the first place. It just looked crazy. Like, and I don't know who these people are. Have you noticed too on the show there are a lot of people doing hair and makeup that you've never seen, and you're like, who the fuck is that? Well, and there, I feel like they just reached this point, and we say a beat the dead horse. Whoever does work them is so eager to work for them, and like, oh my god, you look amazing. And also, no one else is like, no, that looks like shit. You know, it's like right. And it's odd that, you know, okay, so someone hugged Chloe and it pulled like on her extension. So she was trying to fix it, then run to the stage. I just was surprised they didn't have anyone with them that did hair and makeup or a wardrobe yeah. person. I was like, oh, this is giving season one. Because <laughs> yeah. why don't you have like someone to do touch ups or something? Maybe they just thought we're going to go and get our award and dip so we don't need anybody. But I thought that was interesting for them. Um, another thing I wish they would have did here is it was a, like uh, Kathleen was saying, it was kind of a to do on the social medias, her hair, because people were like, what is wrong with you? And she addressed it on social media. So I should wish they like put a clip of that in the show. Yeah. Like, well, like, man, you didn't really need to address it, Chloe. You could have just like forgotten about it. But I mean, even, even when we, at the beginning of the episode, when we try to think of like, what was the like current events that happened with this family in the last two weeks since we recorded? Even that is hard to remember. Yeah. So your asking us to go back to this show is talking about events that happened however many months ago. So we have to remember what was the social media real-time reaction to her hair during this award show, plus mm -hmm. be watching the behind the scenes. And I feel like they used to have a better like ability to like pull up a tweet or like say like, yeah. oh God, that was embarrassing. But and I, yeah, and I think it would have really drove home how embarrassing it was, you know, pertinent to the storytelling. If it was like, oh God, like if she's checking her phone, like it's all over social media yeah. okay. and all that. It? 
Exactly. Um, the final scene was Courtney having a talk with Kim and she wanted Chloe there for moral support. And it's kind of like what we talked about. Courtney does not articulate herself well. Um, I think she needs time to like process, get her words out. So I think she had time to probably talk to Travis <laughs> about her talk with well, Kim. <laughs> and I think he's scary. And that, that's not to say Kim's the, the problem and Courtney is just the victim. Like Kim. She can be intimidating. It's intimidating. Sure. Yeah. And Kim will immediately throw Barb's back. Yeah. And Courtney retreats and goes into her little, like, all right. I'm and I, th- and I think she's doing that now because she doesn't want to be as vicious as she's been in the past. Yeah. So she's kind of like, I've got to step away before I call you a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but, similar. <laughs> But Courtney posed some good questions to Kim. She asked her what she's driven by. And, I mean, Kim said things like, you know, she doesn't want to depend on anyone and the doubt and hate from the haters. Like, she doesn't want to just be a reality star. I like that Courtney immediately came back and said, you haven't had to depend on anyone (laughs) in years. So try again, bitch. I think Kim clings to that. Yeah. As a badge of honor. She it's a chip in her shoulder that is like deeper than the Grand Canyon for yeah. no reason either. It was like, yeah, people were like butt of the joke. You were sex tape, whatever. The amount of in, you know, relation to our rebrand, the amount of reality stars that have gone through the ringer and reinvented themselves is so long now. And Kim paved the way for a lot of those people. Why not just like let that shit go, Kim? I just let it go. Yeah, like, it's weird that you, it's like, I don't want to be just a reality star, but that, which is fine. I totally hear that. But to Courtney's point, the stuff you're doing does not like add value or, or give you a yeah. different well, um, and It doesn't title. come off as genuine. It's yeah. like, I don't think that is what's driving her. I think what's driving her is this insatiable need to always one up whatever her previous like achievement was. Mm. Or in relevancy, and rel- yes. just like relevancy, stay relevancy, relevancy, top of mind. Yeah, not fame, not money, not accomplishment. Relevancy. It's it's pure. And that is a hard thing to maintain for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's especially hard in our current climate. Like I said, we got aliens, we got the planet <laughs> boiling, we got all these things. And everyone's attention span is like zero. And Kim comes off very disingenuous now, trying to maintain something that doesn't really makes sense in like our current climate and she does so much better when she's just like i'm just doing me mm-hmm. so yeah so i'm not sure being 100 courtney didn't get any like meaningful answers out of kim in this area and i think she just wanted to put that stuff on kim's mind and be like you need to think about sitting the hell down possibly well, and- <laughs> Like I said, I was kind of jarred by, like, trying to read, like, what people's reactions were to this. But I think we're lacking in people's reactions is we're really only getting, like, a certain subset of the people who want to stay on their good graces reaction. Because I feel like earlier in this season, the first time Courtney kind of broached, what drives you, Kim? Like, that's, like, a really honest, like, lead a thing that you should we should all think about like what's driving us there might be the things that we think are driving us and if we had therapy we would know if we're being honest with ourselves or if like it's a healthy thing or maybe it's not 
wholly unhealthy or healthy. It's a combination of a lot of things. And like, it's a, it's a good probing question to ask. And it's not like vindicative or trying to make him seem like a monster. It's just like a, it's just a question we should all ask ourselves. Yeah. She wants her to reflect, but like Courtney said, she wants more meaningful relationships with her sisters. So I think this is part of her just trying to have a meaningful conversation. That's not about Dolce and Cabana. It's like, Hey, what's driving? Like all you care about is money. Like she talked about how it made her sad that she felt like it was a business deal on her wedding. But like she like asking what drives you. Yeah, all of us are a little bit driven by money. All of us might be a little bit driven by ego. All of us are a little driven by proving people wrong. These are all things that are like normal things to be driven by, whether we're allowing them to be healthy or not. So it's it's not it's a nice open ended question. Yeah, but and of course, some of them are really great at having a back and forth. Yeah, and if Courtney again was a little bit you know, better at articulating herself, she might have found a better word instead of what drives you. I think what Kim does, I don't know if it's intentional or not. She clings to like one word or one thing in a sentence. And you're thinking, okay, that's not, she's not literally asking you, why do you do what you do? She's literally trying to figure out what's your motivation? Who are you doing it for? What's the end game? Like critical thing. Defense mechanism. There's some insecurity in Kim where she does feel like she's driven by the wrong things or wrong and right is very should be very like gray and when it comes to what drives you it but you can sense that there's a level of like insecurity that she has with like yeah i like maybe am driven by things that are unhealthy or i don't know what drives me or i i had no drive and then i got i focused all my drive on this person and now we're divorced like it's a complicated question. There's not an easy answer to that question. But yeah. the point of it is to not like suddenly coil up and be like, what do you have to do? What are you doing the rock show? Whatever. I'm doing me. It's like, no, just ponder like day to day. It's like such annoying BSing when you work in corporate America. They always talk about the values and like asking every day. And even if the smallest task does it roll up into one of our values. And it's always like a little groan worthy because they say it and it is a hard thing to live up to. But I think that's the thing that Kim could really do is like every, every little, instead of saying yes to every single thing and like overthinking how you look and overthinking what thing that you're going to go to with saying and like overthinking what you're going to post, just stepping back and saying like, does this serve me? Like, does this roll up to the goal? Like, does this roll up to the, the value pillar? And, Again, I don't think him ever pauses and does that stuff. I think she's not at all. State of like, what's the next move? What's the next move? What's the next move? Yeah, I'm a professional. She's like a professional celebrity, so I would understand why she doesn't say no a lot. Because whereas I'm just using example, Halle Berry can say no to things because she's like, I'm an actress. I don't need to do that. But yeah, but the the business is celebrity, so I get it. All right, let's do this next episode. This We should fly right through this because n- nothing happened. I usually have a lot more notes and nothing happened. The finale to be full of filler was like... <laughs> yeah, the finale was... I had to literally stop and like, read an article because I was like, I'm not going to keep track of any of this. It was, I'm forgetting it as it's happening. 
Well, I had to write down. So let's start with Chris and her dollhouse. We could probably cover most of the episode in this like beginning. So she claims she just loves dollhouses. Like she's obsessed. And then we get a video, home video of Robert Sr. Na- uh, narrating that I guess back in the day she made one for Courtney and Kim. Robert Sr. complained that it was a thousand dollars. So it must have been I super she expensive. So bad about herself. Like <laughs> You didn't get one. Sorry, uh, by the time the third one. You're not even cheating on each other by then. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. Um, my sister definitely had one of these. I can't remember if my parents got it for her and had my grandparents help, but because like my parents were always like kind of poor when it came to presents, and there was three of us. And our grandparents would give us like one big present. So I'm pretty sure they bought it and then my mom like painted it and put some stuff in it. Mm-hmm. We had one like just like this, not all the fancy stuff that. Yeah, it's pre tablets. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure my sister forgot about it after like a week. <laughs> yeah, it was before Netflix. And the problem with the dollhouses is they're really cute, but they're really small. So it's like you, as a kid specifically, I remember you want to play in them, but it's like you're not really supposed to play in them. It's not really for play. Well, and like there was never a good place in the house to put it. We had a yeah. base. But then it would get dusty. Like I remember, I was I was like a weird kid who lived inside my head. So I would take like two Star Wars figures and like a Lego mm-hmm. set, like with me out to recess and like build this little thing on the asphalt. And I would think it was like as cool as Barbie's dream house. And someone walking by would be like, "This person might need to like seek help." And I'd just be like <laughs> this little kid with like two little Star Wars figures, being like, "They're in Mordor." Like. <laughs> No, they're like call our parents. <laughs> call you know, our parents. For everybody. <laughs> um, I thought it. Uh, did you catch that Chris now owns Betty White's dollhouse furniture? Yeah, I mean the obsession need, with dead people. Stop buying stuff that belongs to dead people. It feels like an easy request. Like, why do y'all they own- just have money and no one's stopping them? Like, even. Even Kim, what was that shit in her uh, warehouse? And she's like, oh, this used to be, oh, fuck. I wish I could remember. She has all she, kinds of stuff from Liz Taylor. Maybe there was, I know that. Rose, she brought all that shit when she did Marilyn Monroe's dress. Like, the makeup compact, the hair, like, ugh. She bought Michael Jackson's, like, fedora and i think like a jacket or something for north one time again it's like how is any of this stuff special if it's con- what you do constantly and the only barrier of entry is shamelessness and money and it's not like it's always like they buy it just for it to like lay around it's well, not like oh i bought so-and-so's ring and i'm wearing it right now fucking warehouse where you're worrying about scraps of polar fleece that Kanye probably like got at Kmart and we're supposed to care about this dollhouse that's probably going to be in there too Kylie has 11 dogs like why so much stuff and when like I said my sister had one of these dollhouses so at first I was kind of like oh this could be really cool but then they just talk about the extravagance of the things it wasn't even like like I think when that that time they recreated like MJ's old house or whatever, and they all went and like got the old car. Oh, it was the house they grew up in. The house they grew up in, and the wallpaper was like the invites. Yeah, that was thoughtful. Again, yeah. money required, but thoughtful. This I was like, 
I thought they were like re- going to recreate their childhood bedrooms. Me or, too. Like, I hundred percent. No, I even. Weird. I noted that I was like, what is the meaning? And then they kind of went through it at the end was like, but even when they were describing how each house has a little bit of each person, I was like, but that's the way Kim was acting on the previews. I thought, oh, this must be like an exact replica of like their grandma's house or the house they grew up in. The fact that it's just a random house and it might have like, like for Kendall, some riding gear, Kylie's love of Christmas. (laughs) Like, Kim had like I don't know white furniture. My mom had these like crazy patterned things in like her trailer. If yeah. my mom found the pattern for that old couch, that would like mean something to me. But, yeah. Like all the rest of the stuff, it's like what? Or like even the house I grew up in was like a Victorian house had all kinds of cool shit in it. It could have been like a cool thing to recreate a dollhouse. But if you ask me, like, what's the one thing I remember from that house? It's lilacs. Like, my mom could just literally, like, give me a bushel of lilacs and be like, oh, like, I remember our house, you know? It's like, I don't know. It's just, but that's what, it's, usually that's what they're doing. And they weren't even doing that. They were just like, look how much insane weird shit I can buy for these dollhouses that they are going to put in a warehouse in five days. Him crying over that. I was like, okay, and I don't get it. Some poor person who's probably not being properly compensated do all the work. Oh my god, Chris was in her ass. This is messy. What is this? Oh god, oh, this looks terrible. Why no. ah! so hangers? <laughs> that lady, that poor lady, was like, "All right, I'll get to work." <laughs> She's like, "We we need this in ten days." No, we only have nine All I know days. Is in ah! Ten and a half days. I want to be taking this dollhouse home for my daughter. So <laughs> fuck you guys. And then she tried to clean it up in her confessional. I was like, well, if you want things done, you have to be like direct and stern. I'm like, it's just a dollhouse. Like, well, again, I could appreciate that if in Courtney's essence, why? What's the reason for these dollhouses? <laughs> What is what's, what their, what's your drive? What will be the greatest outcome? If I knew why this dollhouse was so important, maybe I would care. Um, also, Kim's crying face in the scene was terrifying. It was like it looked like I'm that a- filter when people cry. Yeah, it's like forced like frown or whatever. Yeah, it looked insane. That weird nipple thing was on the wall. <laughs> I did not like it. Very distracting. So the next thing we have Kylie, Kendall, and Scott. As if, like, who the fuck asked for this trio? Because I was like, oh, not them. Um, They're walking Kylie's Italian greyhounds. (laughs) The 14 dogs. I'm counting. Which I still always think of when that they did that a stupid Travis Scott interview and he didn't know the names of the dogs. I wrote that down, too. Besides Norman, or whatever the first one's name is, why would anyone know? Do you know the names of all the dogs? He didn't Why even know Norman. Like, you have dogs. Same. Why do they all look the same? And why do yeah. they all look like rats that are really scared and need to go to the bathroom? Why are they? I mean, you talking about just trying to throw Scott in every, anywhere. Like now he's going to walk with Kylie and Kendall, and Kendall's like, "We've known Scott forever." Da da da. It's like, yeah, we know. You know. don't need to talk to us. Like <laughs> we just met. Twenty years older than you, and he fathered all of her children. Minus the new one. Like, no thought is. Let the man be funny. We all know him. 
Yeah. The only thing we got, oh, the only thing they talked about is, um, you know, the internet thinking Stoss and Kylie are dating, which I don't, does anyone think that? I, I must have missed that. I, I mean, it's obvious you all make out together. Like, I didn't think anything different. Well, and also, so like, no, we don't. Mm. <laughs> like, that's such a like Katy Perry, like, I kissed a girl I and I liked it. it. Like, it's so baity so and like old. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's very gay bait. Uh, like, gay, gay baiting? No. Queer baiting. Yeah. Queer baiting. Thank but you. It says, I'm not, it's not even an offensive level of queer baiting, which I, I'm unfortunately conflicted with the straight disease. So I'm not allowed to be defended or offended, but like, like when the straight girl best friends, so, uh, yeah, it just seems go so out like, and like make like, out, oh so my like god, I can see them. Made out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like people think we're having sex. I wish. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like that sexy lesbian for the male gaze thing, but it's like, are yeah. they? Aren't they? Yep, yep, yep. Stunted. Uh, um. Where are we at? Oh, and they were compl- more complaining, complaining about the, the paparazzi, how they acted with them like 11 years ago. And the producer says, audience, make this go, make this go viral. We're not doing that. We absolutely aren't doing that. We're not tracking down any photographer that you guys probably called uh, <laughs> 11 years oh, ago. a crazy paparazzi pick. Yeah, I'm like, we're not doing that. And just I'm the sure there was some complaining. that were awful to them. I'm not 100%. Sure but like, 100%. act like that was like a thing. When meanwhile, Miss Britney Jean Spears was being like hunted down. Like, I'm like, no. Kylie was like, I understood. She did bring up Britney Spears, which I thought, yeah, that's true. But well, I just bring it up now, 100 years yeah. later. And all your entire family works with Lou Taylor, who literally ruined Britney's life. So I'm just like, ah, the more complaining. Okay. Um, the next scene was Courtney meeting with the Boohoo team. Uh, as you all know, she's the sustainability ambassador for the company. Huge, huge responsibility. So we're talking about the backlash she received for joining up with fast fashion, even though she, you know, she's proclaimed the sustainable, organic, vegan lifestyle. The conversation here, it was a very productive conversation about nothing. Like I was impressed with everyone in the room, but they all talked about absolutely nothing. Like it was a lot of like, yeah, save the trees. Yes, totally save the trees. They can't say anything in front of the camera. So like we're just saying, I, you know, it's funny because I feel like Courtney gets shit for being like the goop, like mm-hmm. pseudo into all that stuff. But I do appreciate that she was kind of like, I'm just a person who's trying to care about stuff. And maybe I can, they asked me here. So like, maybe I can be like an advocate for the change. And it's like, Kim's not, not doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're all, Chloe yelled at us about using water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> It, they're all doing the same thing. They're all also not the best messengers. Yes. But I do think, to Courtney's point, and I think a lot of, like, the bigger, like, awareness of fast fashion is, like, if it makes people even remotely think about it and, like, look into it, that's probably for the greater good. But then you look at, like, Shein, who invited all their influencers out and, like, completely rigged a, like, faux factory to be like, look, everything's great over here. Look over there. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely think Courtney needed better people in her court to be like, if you're going to do this, it needs to be done just so. And I think 
to your point, there's some parts about this I appreciate. The other parts where I'm like, girl, let's cut the shit. You want the check, right? Yeah. Because you could easily be like, oh, I'm not working with you anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. What drives you, Courtney? Because <laughs> it's easy. Like, and you could be like, I don't want to work with you anymore. Now, if there's a contract involved and this somehow, like Kathleen was saying, just slip through the cracks of your team, not yeah. knowing fast fashion. Okay, I understand. You got to fulfill the contract. You got to do the second collection because they are doing a second collection. Yeah. Um, but after that, why not even find like a small business to work with or like a mid mid-sized company that is sustainable to work with? Like it goes back to Kim and Chris probably in the background screaming at her, like, mm-hmm. you don't do anything, you don't care, you don't have a business. Their obsession is so much more with like the deal, the show, the mm-hmm. blah, 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 the picture we're gonna put out that I feel like. Courtney's now at this place where she's like, see, now I can tell them, like, I do stuff. Yeah, because I was like, just don't work with them. But it'd just be interesting if she would team up with maybe not like this, a super popular brand just for the sustainability. And I do wonder, too, if like being with Travis, because Travis does so much like brand partnerships Mm -hmm. that she feels pressure to do it after she already had pressure from like Kim and stuff. Maybe being with Travis, she feels like she needs to take these opportunities. But it's like Travis has been doing this since like the 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So not to be like not a feminist, but maybe just let him do the brand deals. <laughs> like not right, let's <laughs> maybe run those past him. I think Lemmy is great. Like Koosh, like that's like your lane. Like the boohoo, I don't blame her. I don't take it that seriously or like fuck right. you to say like you care about the environment. I just think there's a lot of celebrities that are doing the same thing. That's just, exactly. you didn't need to do that. You should have just said no on that one. Yeah. And then in conclusion, some solutions they came up with or uh, came up with is Courtney asked if there was a, sta- a sustainability section on the website. Uh, and <laughs> your face. They probably gave her these talking points. <laughs> well, the, the boohoo person was like, oh my God, you just know so much. That's crazy. What a suggestion. Um, Because I was thinking the same thing, like, but anyway, Uh, vintage, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means vintage of their own clothes, but they just said we should do vintage. Um, (laughs) Don't know what that means. Um, They're also going to do some re-releases of items, color waves, don't know what that means, and try to reduce product by 20%. So, yeah. By what, burning it in a landfill? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are some solutions. Boohoo's doing I their part. Caveat. I think it's similar with food. And Travis kind of has to reckon with this as well. The whole push for like veganism doesn't account for food deserts and like the economics of it all. And like can people afford being super conscious of where their food comes from? Fast fashion, unfortunately, like hasn't really found their or the conversation around fast fashion or not has struggled to find that conversation of like unfortunately there are people that cannot like make these decisions there's also like influencers who are wearing like a different shirt every three hours and like just throwing it away after so it's like I think there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of problems to be solved and I don't think Courtney is in like the chair to solve Exactly. And not fully her responsibility to solve either. That's why I'm like, just dip on this. 
Um, yeah. So the next scene is Sauce and Kylie. We pretty much already talked about them. This is also where Kylie says she's changing her baby's name to Air because apparently it means Lion of Lion of God in one language and Penis in another, which we found out. Dialects of Arabic. <laughs> you know they could just name their babies normal names, and I don't want to sound like the old grumpy lady, but it's like you spend all this time to go from wolf to air, and then almost immediately people are like, "That's penis." <laughs> like, did you ask anybody else? That I think is the words mean different things in different languages. Yeah. You're trying to make it a big deal. You waited all this time to release it. You tried to find something that was unique. And then within five seconds of it coming out, all these people are like, yeah, in certain Arabic like dialects, it's male genitalia. Okay, yeah. like you could have done any amount of research or just named him Tom or like something. <laughs> Jacob's a cute name. You want a little yeah. baby Jacob. But um, then, I'm Irish Catholic, so we all just like share like five names and we're all just like I'm I'm the third Kathleen. Yeah, Kathleen's pretty common. Mary, all that shit. Yeah. Kevin, what that shit? David, William. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next scene, Kim, Chloe, and North go to the Alexandria house. Again, have no fucking clue why they went. We don't know if they, like, donated, if they were giving stuff away. I thought they were going to volunteer. That didn't happen. They kind of, like, just sat there and let people thank them. And then they were like... You Kiss all are amazing. Great. <laughs> okay. They were like, uh, you guys are great. Keep your head up. Your blue ivy at the like food. Yeah, uh, she's fucking her nose. The soup kitchen where she's just like, oh. She's like, oh, the smell. You don't need to bring North to this. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they were actually going to be like doing something like, you know, stuffing backpacks or like you know wrapping gifts but they just kind of did like a meet and greet nope, um, just be like oh my god look what we did look what we did and i'm like yeah i would love to even if they said you know oh you know they donated x amount of dollars and that's what we're here today to celebrate or talk or announce that's cool but i just felt like oh you and even in the boxes i would like to think there was like some skims or good americans in the box boxes it would have been nice to know Maybe a little, uh, some skin products. All that fucking leftover fabric at the Yeezy warehouse. <laughs> the sweatshirts and sweat uh, pants. Because I was like, why can't we know it's in that box? Because she um, in the past when she's gone to the Alexandra house, she'll gift like skims and all this other yeah. stuff. Like we've seen that. They, so I was they like, definitely had earlier seasons too. Like, I'm going to think of the earlier seasons. It was very like. Oh my gosh, Robert always said we need to go to Skid Row and like give back to our community. That was always their little like stick. But there were some like later in the E years where they would go to these places and they would have like a solid segment where they would sit down with the people who ran it and say, wow, does this work? Who are we helping? This is like all very just like. Like right. slap it on, slap on the segment where we like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I really thought that too. I thought they. I mean, they stayed outside the whole time. There was no like, like even Alexandria House, which obviously we know about it, but it'd been nice for someone to be like, "This is exactly what we do," or who's how someone's benefiting for it from it. Just yeah, like Kathleen was saying, to spend more time in that segment would have been more interesting I, like, I can't i can't remember if they did it in the 
Hulu thing, but like sometimes shows will say like at the end or even after segment before they go to the next yeah. segment. Oh, like here's how you can help Alexandria House and like a QR code or like a website or something. Yeah, that would have been nice, but we're on Hulu now. Uh, another thing was uh, actually, I think Christmas is next. Oh, Christmas Eve is next. We see the Christmas Eve party all over social media. It's great because that Courtney's house and she really, really, I mean, after Kim and Kanye, I was just terrified for them for Christmas Eve, but Courtney saved the day, swooped in and made it a real Christmas Eve party. And we know how much they love darkness. So it's really nice to see they kept it traditional. And I feel like maybe it lights me knowing that that might, this probably really bugs Kim for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. One, that she like kind of blew it up so that Kanye could have it. And then he immediately was bored with it and moved on. Mm -hmm. But to your point, like not only does Courtney in charge of it now, Courtney's not making it like nightmare before Christmas. Exactly. Like it's just like running a regular Christmas party. Yeah. And she's up in everyone's face, like, see, I should have been the one to take it over. She's just like, sure, I'll do it. She's like, I've curated this for my family. <laughs> I know that Kim's sitting there just like, hey. I and then she said something else that was interesting. She's like, I just love how we all have our own little family traditions, and then we come together as a big family for those traditions. Like Courtney's making it fucking clear. I've got my own shit going on. Okay. Because how'd that work out for you? Chloe, how'd that work out for you? And I'm not banking on Travis and Courtney. They can be just as Delulu. But I'm like, now is her time to remind them, like, you thought you were the shit when you had your shit all together. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to politely remind you that I'm currently the one who has other stuff to do. Curated this, and I have my own family, and this big family. It's almost like she's saying the Christmas Eve is for like the whole family, but I will not be seeing them on Christmas because my new family, we've got other traditions. Thank you so much. Um, so the next morning was Christmas again. Those doll houses. Yeah, that's that's all she wrote on that. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Kim woke her kids up. Usually, the kids are the ones like. Like, I think if I had kids, I would let them sleep. Like, the longer they sleep, the better. That's another indicator of Kim, where she's like, oh, my God, you guys, look how, like, involved we are as a family. I'm waking up. And the kids are like, I am going to play on my iPad. Also, (laughs) what present could possibly be more interesting than the fact that every day I'm meeting a new celebrity (laughs) on TikTok? Just met Ice Spice last month. What can I possibly do? What is Christmas to them? Like, it's just, like, another day. Every day it's one of their birthdays and there's like 40,000 balloons at the house. Every day they're meeting a celebrity. Every day they're on the private jet. Every day a dead person's memorabilia is like the greatest thing they've ever seen in their life. I To them, they're like, what is Christmas? Like, it's Tuesday. And I'm they're probably more excited about the f- at 10. And could you get out of my room? They're probably more excited about the food maybe than anything yeah. else. Or just, I don't know, being able to like, who knows? They have too much freedom. Um, this last scene. <laughs> oh, God. So as we all know by now, Tristan's mother passed away. Obviously, that's sad. There were, we're, so take that out of this equation. This has nothing to do with Tristan's mother passing away. It's a very odd response from this family when Tristan is in, I'll say in crisis, that they just leap 
fucking leap to be by his side. Tripping over themselves, (laughs) tripping over their actual family, tripping over the other people who have parented biologically and otherwise children in this family, tripping over logic, tripping over... They're like scrambling as fast as they can. We have to get to the airport. And it's not just Chloe. I would be... Like, if Chloe did that, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, Same old same, right? (laughs) No, Kim. Kim is in here. Let me move hell or high water for this man who has publicly embarrassed my sister multiple times. They were barely together for five seconds. My other sister, Courtney, hates my guts, and she was with her baby daddy for, like, ten years. And you never saw Kim, like, booking a charter flight to, like, pull Scott out of a drug stupor or something. No. Tristan, who was with Chloe at best several months before cheating on her publicly multiple times over and impregnating another person and pretending that that child wasn't real. It's very odd. It's super odd behavior from a family. I saw this guy make this point. I think I was on YouTube or something. I didn't watch the whole thing because it was long. But he made this point about how in normal families, when like your sister or someone is out of a relationship with someone, regardless if they have kids, they are not around. Like you don't have a relationship with them. In normal families, especially if they hurt that person. I was going to say, especially if how they fell out. Now, obviously, we're not saying like, fuck you every time we see them. But you don't have a relationship. Like you're not grand gestures. Exactly. We're not doing all these grand gestures. Not wishing you happy birthday on social media. Okay, your mom passed. So sorry to hear that. Let us know when the services are. Like that's the extent. The fact that they got on a plane and then was like cleaning the mom's house. Let's clean the house. Let's take this. The brother. Also, Tristan has multiple other siblings. Apparently four brothers. I'm sure he has. Where are these people? I'm sure he has uncles. And I get the idea that, like, he has the money. But also, he's not, not, like, the world's best basketball player. And if he has the money, send him the money. Like, how does it make sense to take your brother who's special needs and has been living, like, Midwest with your mom, uproot him, move him to L.A., have him move in with this family that's, like, uh... Filming a reality show and having balloon parties every three days. Like, sure, I guess, whatever. But then it's a million social media posts. It's an entire episode. It's all these things. It's like, you'd maybe have more, like, (sighs) but then again, so many people think you're like, see, you're just haters if you don't see Chloe's just so full of love. And you're like. Or she needs therapy because she's a glutton for punishment. Yeah, because this whole notion, and Chris said it on the plane, and she kept saying it, like he and Chloe said it too. You know, Tristan's our family. He'll always be our family. It's just hard. It's a hard sell when Black China can't even come over for dinner. But like Tristan gets to like charter to the plane to Toronto. To just say with the camera turned on, oh yeah, like I know people think stuff. But, like, and Chloe posts this on, like, her stories. Who cares? But on camera, I'd give anything for on camera. They said, yeah, you know, I think a lot of people think bad or negative things about us with Angela. And I know we had the court case where, like, things are good now. And we love that Dream gets to hang out with us. And, like, we know she's a great mom. That would take five seconds. I mean, it's just crazy how Tristan literally gets the red carpet rolled out because, again, we have to remind ourselves he has two other baby mamas. I think he was with Craig, Jordan Craig, longer 
then he was yeah. with Chloe before he got pregnant. So and shouldn't she be Jordan the one like Craig was still pregnant or like had just had the baby? The timeline's a little questionable when he got with Chloe. Then you have Jordan with a Y dead to the world because maybe made out with Tristan for five seconds. It's just my biggest irk was like not that they did it. And even this, even when Lamar happened, I felt like when he was in the brothel, I felt like there was a level of genuineness to it at the beginning. But then he was like trotted out at Kanye's like tour and stuff. And even the moment I think I was like buying into it because I was still like, still like Kanye. I was like, oh, that's nice of um, you know. But then when you look back on it, you're like, well, eh, it seemed to kind of do the same thing. This time around, I feel like the Tristan thing, it was almost like, they were just like hoping for this moment to jump in and be like, oh my God. Because even before his mom passed away, they talk about him like he's a saint. And I'm like, yeah. are we? Are you seeing something about Tristan in behind closed doors that none of us are seeing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think even speaks to him. Like, why are you even electing to be on camera? Like, why are you like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. my mom's he's death on camera. It's At like, least Chloe and Lamar, it's like they had, we saw their like love story play out. Like they had a whole show. They seemed like they're so into each other. Like even if looking back, you realize there was some like darkness underneath it all. Tristan was like barely on the scene and he'd already cheated on her. And we're like, why are we supposed to care about this guy? That's such a good point. Cause I noted <laughs> that like five times over. Where, how did we get from he's having a baby with someone else? To like, oh, you're always going to be family. There's such a a missing conversation or in action that we did not see. Well, you being like, I don't even know if I like my baby because I did surrogacy and not wanting to say it was because my life imploded with this man again. To being like, oh my God, 15,000 Tatum birthday reposts. Yeah. Amari and Tristan live with us again. Oh my God, everything's happy. Chloe's very unhealthy line about, I don't care about you. Even if you don't care, be or I'll treat oh. you even if you treat me wrong. No, that's even, not right. Yeah, and she was like, "You don't have to treat me right for me to treat you right." I was like, "Girls, that <laughs> And that's not even like, "Oh, take care of yourself, love yourself." That is her like, literally having like some coding in her brain that's telling her that's like her validation, like that she's seeking that feeling of being like. I I will be the bigger person. I'll love when even you don't love me. That's not right, girl. And I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm, I'm not trying to, like, blame her for this. It's something that needs to be, like, addressed. Because that's, like, her entire personality now. And it's, like, not good. <laughs> well, it's the whole... Well, I won't say the whole family. I'm just going to say Chloe, Kim, and Chris. Because I can't see Courtney being like, hey! Um, but it's just yeah. a very weird position they take you know, to be he, so involved. not going to show up to Jonas's house when, like, his mom dies and be like, Jonas, that's just what we do. We're family. Do you need me to clean up? <laughs> yeah, if Tokyo <laughs> Tony ever kicks the buck, bucket, that's the line. Tokyo Tony ever kicks the If no, she dies, fine, I'll just say it. They literally want to acknowledge that she existed. If Tokyo Tokyo dies, I want Kim, Chloe, and Chris over there packing up all of Tokyo Tokyo's new ports. I tell you what they will do, though. Wine coolers. They will go above and beyond to, like, shower dream if Mm -hmm. Tokyo or Angela ever 
leave the picture for whatever reason, they'll be like, oh my gosh, dream. This is what God told us to do to save you. Yeah. Kim will have some dream about her dad, like handing her a baby and she looks down and it's dream. And I was like, okay, I'll raise her. I will raise her. So I'm in court right now with Rob for custody. <laughs> dream. Uh, yeah. I wish I had better language to describe how pathological and like not right. <laughs> the relationship with like salivating over the opportunity to take over is right right and the fact that tristan lives tristan and his little brother lives with chloe that's crazy i don't care what anyone the says going, especially how much money they have that's what i'm saying as much money and even if tristan didn't have the money because he got to pay all this fucking child support chloe has done it before with lamar where she set him up in a, ha- in yeah, a house perfect. and had all that yeah, so I get I gave Connie a little bit of a shit when he bought the house across from Kim because it seemed kind of antagonistic. But then, like mm-hmm. the excuse people would give was like, "Well, he wants to be close to the kids. Great, let's see him there, like hanging right. out with the kids." Tristan could have done that too. Like he didn't, and maybe he could have crashed in the guest house, whatever. But like, it's the collective of all of this behavior. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're not normal people like you or I where you'd have to, all right, come stay with me. Da, 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 da. If I had an ex I really cared about, but I wanted them to keep them at, like, distance, I'll go rent you a house. Like, well, I'll rent you a house. You know, everyone who listens to the show knows how much I hate the H word. They're giving off horny for being else. <laughs> they're giving off Uncle Earl, E-40, Captain Save-A-Ho. Like, I want to be the one that seems so forgiving and special and nice and great and perfect. Like, that I'm going to save him. I'm going to be saved. <laughs> also, too, yeah. what was interesting, the conversation when they were like, oh, we're family. Done. And then Tristan. Tristan has the dumbest voice. I hate his voice. <laughs> and oh. he's like, you guys just. Thank you so much for dropping everything. You guys have so much going on, so many businesses. And um, what did he say? Oh, I just hope that you guys Chris get sliding just- a piece of paper to him. Like, read how, <laughs> how many um, LLCs that we have. I hope you continue to be blessed. It was just like, shut the hell up. You, yeah. you had this Earth planned all along. Whatever for Tatum was very much like an AI generated, like Chris Jenner press release. He kept yeah. talking about the mistakes I made, my life starting anew, blah, blah, blah. All these weird things. I was like, it was like a circle jerk of like nonsense. And I was like, also, you I didn't even know he posted it. Also, like your mom died. So you get to like pretend that you never were a horrible person. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, you should be so like, the way he thanks them is as it's it's as if he's surprised they fuck with him. Like you knew this was going to happen. Like You knew they were not going to not. Every possible way in the history of mankind for them to not fuck with him yeah. and have him back. He loves it every time it happens. Yeah. He I loves have no it. idea. I can't. He's fucking like blows his own mind every time. He's like, Oh, I don't know. I did this. Dimples work better than I thought. Cause living with Chloe is crazy. Like just rent him a house. If, if that's what it is. But, um, that's basically how season three ended. Um, there was, 
one of Tristan's brother had posted on social media, like his Instagram story using death as a storyline. I think that's what he posted. So people just, of course, assumed it was about the Kardashians. And then I don't know, Chris must have like ping Tristan or to ding him because then he put out a statement like, Oh, that's not about the show and how great Chloe and the whole family have been. Like a certificate to Lamborghini or something. Like, do you like DoorDash? It's $500 in DoorDash if you shut it down. Um, But yeah, that's how the season ended. I feel like season four is not going to be that much better. But I do think Chloe, excuse me, fuck. Courtney and Kim are still going to have issues and probably worse issues. I want to see it. We've already seen them punch each other. Exactly. This season was so drawn out and weird. It was very piecemeal. Like they pick and kind of edited together clips. We never really saw like the drama. The conversations only went so deep. And then we had to do all this other shit in the meantime. And I'm like, at this point, I don't even care. I want to read a recap. Like... (laughs) It was a lot of not. I don't even it was a know. lot of Kim checking things off of her bucket list. Um Chloe had a cancer scare and then had her raggedy baby daddy move into her house. Stuff happened, but the pacing was not correct. The editing was not correct. It was just a slog from the beginning to the end. It's amazing it was only 10 episodes. Yeah. It felt longer. I don't I, I don't know how it felt longer, but I was like, oh, it was only 10 episodes. That is mm, interesting. But, <laughs> but I think we have Tyra Mill, but I think this episode's already a little long. So we, I think our next episode, we will cover other like hot topics or something, whatever we decide. And we then we'll read your Tyra Mill as well, because we want everyone to get a chance. And we're creeping in. I feel like honestly, no offense to anyone's tire mails, but I don't know how hot burning these questions are. Oh, I think that's my fault. Sorry. Um, Yeah, I think they're all like just pertinent to the show. And I thought the finale was going to at least be like, we always talk about this where it's like the music plays together. And it was like, we have a reflection. It's just kind of like, chunk 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 of a story and then all right it was like well this season i think it was just like stuff like that and it's just bless their heart i'm glad they're getting money like i don't think they've already secured like what 20 more episodes so that's two more seasons yeah so good for them they're having a good time and getting paid i just and may i don't like i said i'm not hopeful this is going to happen with the writers and actors strike going on and again, reality TV is in theory not involved with that, but the people that are good at writing reality TV are actually also writers. So they're mm-hmm. in the writer's guild. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what to expect. If they could even just tweak the pacing and seeing what Bravo has done with like the scandals and the filming, yeah, like, grab Andy and a camera. If they could do that, like TLC even does it. They need in and get a healthy balance between people just crying all the time or complaining and some lighthearted stuff. But even the lighthearted stuff needs to find a way to be interesting because even like you know Scott and Kylie and Kendall walking the dogs, we don't want to see that. Just I don't want to see, see Kylie learn how to drive a stick. And like you, I don't want to see someone like map this out for like two days. Like this is what they're doing with the dogs. No, like just sit, Kylie, 
Scott and Kendall somewhere and just like let them talk shit. They need to bring back going on trips. Like, I don't know what the fuck their problem is these days, but nobody goes on a trip. Like, even when they went to Miami, it was like they were there for 24 hours. And there's on to there's it's always like a reason for the trip. Like, it's Dave Grubin's birthday or like Met Gala or something. And they've got other people around them, but that aren't filming. The trips where it would be like isolated. You go yeah. to Mexico and you're at this resort and it's just the group of you for a couple days. Yeah, but at least there's a change exactly. of scenery. There yeah. might be um, conflicts that come up or things that come up that someone needs to talk about. I don't know. But the trip is definite because we can't just keep talking in somebody's living room. We can't just keep going <laughs> bedroom to living room to that glam. Point, we've all been on a Zoom call. Yeah, right. Could have been an email. This email could have been a Slack. This Slack could have never been sent. Yeah, it's just like we've got to spice it up a bit and get some new people in here. Film with some other people. I don't know if Lala's available. Serena, let the people do what they're going to do. Don't feed them a script. Let them. I agree. We need less less staging. Like let fucking Scott talk about his feelings about Courtney getting married. Yeah, tell us. Come on, Court. Please, we need to hear from him. Or, like, who else has been centering themselves? Kylie, what the fuck's going on with Travis? Like, can we get anything? Like, a little morsel of information. Kendall, Bad Bunny, do you want to share? No? Hmm. Okay. Guess it's back to Chris's hip. (laughs) All the good stuff, not a lot to talk about. Okay, cool, great. Yeah, all the juicy stuff we can't talk about. Like, I know Kim probably won't bring up Tom Brady next season unless she's like, you know, the producer. Oh, Kim, people think you're dating that uh, that one guy. Had a plan to do it, and then when he like shut it down and had mm-hmm. like Arena Shank pictures, she was like, "Never mind, we got never mind." Ground room floor, but that um, <laughs> where the footage of all the Pete Davidson footage is. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I still think I don't even think she was actually trying to hook up with Tom Brady as much as she was just hoping a rumor would catch on. To yeah. let it like snowball, and it's like it was shut down so quickly that it's like, yeah, you better you better just leave that one out. Shut it down. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we will have another episode in like two weeks, and then we'll talk about stuff. We'll read Tyra mail. I'm on like a brainstorm. Get some catchphrases going. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Have a good whatever you're having. Bye.